pull it out the coop at the lot. Told him 12 swat, buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a leaf with the box, had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pull up the whole damn seal, I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals, we been trapping like the 80s. She said it, so got the cash out. Told him white, but no, say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul, and I can take that. And I Hey guys, welcome back. Another day, another week, another two weeks. This is the shop. This is not the shop, Jesus. This is the stop. <laughs> this, is the, this is the stop at Central Halsey. Listen, I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot on my mind. I am Leah D. Um, it's happy to, it's happy. I'm happy to be back. Um, it's been a trying couple weeks. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at arainy88. Uh, Twitter, my first name, middle initial and last name. Um, yeah, introduce yourself. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm back. It's Taya. Taya's house invite on Instagram. It's another week still in quarantine. I think this is like week nine. Um, I lost count. We're still recording on Zoom. We still ain't back in the studio, but you know, making it work. Um, the numbers are going down. Numbers are going down in New Jersey. The beaches are back open, but schools are still closed. Don't know how. But, um, you know, you can follow me at Tay's House of Vinyl on Instagram. Um, Stevie Wonder's birthday was this week. It was a blessed week yesterday. Um, got to listen to Stevie all day yesterday. Um, but today we have a guest. Our first have a guest, guest um, on the stop in Central Halsey. It is a friend of ours. Ali and I always talk about friendships and how we've had friends for years. Gia is one of those friends that mm-hmm. we since middle school, Gia is a boss mom and an entrepreneur. She has her own business on budgeting mm-hmm. um, with some fly envelopes. She's going to tell us how that works, but we want to walk Baby, you holds money. Good. Yes, we walk on her um, to the podcast. She's our first guest. Hi. Welcome, Gia. I'm happy to be here in quarantine in the house on a beautiful sunny day on a Friday. But we're going to make it work, right? We're going to have fun. We're going to have like a virtual happy hour. No complaint. Exactly. No complaints. <laughs> this does feel like happy hour. It could be. It could be. Okay. What you been up to since the last time we recorded, Taya? What have I been up to? That's a good question. Um, Working. That was two weeks ago. Um, I have a, one of my friends has been holding. He has this business called Innovative innovators of color and he's been holding these zoom meetings so on june it's either june 3rd or june 4th i'm doing a um vinyl listening on zoom oh that's fancy i'm working on that um okay. on a couple of things i feel like i finally have grasped my um wellness and social work and music thing kind of together okay. um, when we started recording uh my school network has been doing wellness activities for the network and i put myself out there and i was like hmm what can i do so i'm going to do a playlist making session oh that's nice yeah pull out some words we're going to create a little playlist together mm-hmm. um, that's what i've been doing and working for the very fun talking too much on the phone that's what i tell you, <laughs> you on the phone 
is like I'm home, like it's not the same. I'm in school. Like why I have a break? Like I'm my phone is constantly ringing more than usual mm-hmm. between kids and parents. The kids not doing their work, so then I gotta call like I'm the mother behind the parent and be like, you know better. Like I don't have to. I gotta chase you still while we at home. Right. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and it's my usual one that is like in my office that is always worse. Yeah. I'm like. We had this discussion at the beginning of quarantine. I was not going to have to change that. <laughs> and here we are. Especially they big kids, too. They should oh, know better. Yes, my, my 11th graders. Yeah, high school kids. Y'all should know better. I've had that class since they were freshmen, so those are my babies. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I don't keep playing. I'm like, why do I have to call you? But, right, like, sign an assignment. So, <laughs> what was over <laughs> June 12th? Like, that's what I've been up to, chasing the baby. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah, to count. Yeah, you always have a countdown for school, though. Yeah, <laughs> you stay with a countdown. Break. <laughs> doing a countdown? Yeah, they keep you too. When school over, I'm gonna still be doing the same thing. Exactly. Staying in the house. Yeah, I don't. It might get better. Maybe. I, I don't think know. So. not real soon, but soon enough. You just gotta be patient, I guess, to let them do whatever it is that they they think they're doing. It doesn't seem as scary. I will say that as it did like a month ago. When I went out the house yesterday, I was so happy to be outside yesterday. It wasn't even funny. Like, I left my house at four o'clock. The thing that starts at five, I was like, let me catch this breeze. Right. I I didn't come back in the house till eight o'clock. I was social distancing. I had my mask, had all my stuff. But I was just like, I'm not going back in the house. I ain't been outside in this long. And guess what? I could not get up this morning. Okay. You didn't I, go out, you so you haven't been going outside. You just you really just been I in the house. Out, like this week, I hadn't really. I go. I didn't need to go to the supermarket. I hadn't really mm-hmm. gone out this week for much. Mm. Take the garbage out. <laughs> so I uh, try to go out every other day because you know I still go to my parents' house and see them, especially when I have to work and drop Kay and the dog off. So I try to take them outside, just like around the building to walk. It was nice, so we went outside today. But any other time, open the window. We ain't going outside. Yeah, I do that. I have a like nice view from my living room. Yeah. That I usually and I open the windows, but I hadn't really been out since. Yeah. Like, one day when I went to the supermarket, but I wasn't. That's the first time I went out not to go to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just went out just like to be a free, to be a free person. You have a purpose. <laughs> purpose. I said I could celebrate somebody's birthday. I saw my people, but then I couldn't hug them. That was very frustrating. Yeah, that was good for me. I would have been like, "Thank you." I don't like hugging y'all. I feel Lily doesn't like the hug. I am a hugger. I am a hugger. I haven't too. seen in a long time. It was mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm sad that we have to be in the house at 85 degrees, but you know, Girl. at least everybody is um, healthy and whatnot. Yeah. All right. That's um, what have I been up to for the past three weeks? Well, um, every time you text, you like I'm writing a paper. I'm I know. A- I Girl, school. school is annoying. School is trash. Like it's really trash. Like it sounds nice, but especially because you like can't go nowhere so like at least when we could go places i had outlets like, like oh i need to drink i can go to a bar or i go to the movies or yeah. i can go see people it's just like you in the house you don't have nowhere to go so you should be knocking out work but you don't feel like it but like your mm-hmm. conscience is like if you don't write this paper because what literally what are you doing besides watching disney plus exactly besides nothing especially when i'm up in the middle of the night by myself i don't have no no choice but to do work it, it sucks being responsible exactly it's such being responsible. Mm-hmm. I got um last weekend I got featured um yeah. by this cool company called let me get the name right because I'm gonna shout them out. We went to the mm-hmm. together last year. 
Yeah, it's the Independent Entertainment Media Coalition, which like I knew nothing about. <laughs> and I got an email one day. I thought it was spam. I was like, there's somebody, some Nigerian trying to get me to wire the money. <laughs> and I read it and then I checked the website. I did all the things you're supposed to do to figure out if you're being fished or scammed. And um, it was real. I sent them some stuff. I was like, who told y'all about me? How y'all want to learn about me? But mm-hmm. that was cool. That came out. Um, so I did that. And I just like been chilling, cooking, schooling, playing The Sims, which is like hard for me not to play. I want to play The Sims right now after this, but I'm trying to finish a paper. I'm taking my last exam for school, which was last weekend. Mm-hmm. So all I need to do is figure out, just write this paper for economics and give a presentation tomorrow and first year B schools in the books. Oh, that's awesome. You and did you, I did not know this until like two weekends ago. Did y'all know, did you know that Gia was in business school? I didn't know that. No, I was it a secret? Was it, was it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a secret. I had posted the um, acceptance letter on Instagram, but it was like a while ago. It was like before all of this happened and I didn't get a chance to start right away. So I had to start this, the last, the second semester. Um, but it was, it's hard. I really school was, <laughs> I got to pay out of pocket too. So it's no joke. Yeah, my VA loan was up when I finished my last degree. So I got to pay for Cornell out of pocket and those classes are not cheap. You know what? Oh, no, I do remember you posting it. At all. When I say those classes are not cheap. <laughs> or when easy. The VA, when the VA emailed me and said that my VA benefits were up, I wanted to cry. Because I was like, I'm just not going to go. I'm just, I'm just not going to finish if I got to pay for all this extra stuff. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to just go on. I'm going to tough it out. Okay. You just finished your first semester. Mm-hmm. And you finished already? No. Almost. I'm like, how you finished before me? I'm no, I'm, I can't wait to be done with this first semester, but no, not yet. What classes did you take this semester? I took all of the math classes to get them out of the way. I took um, the economics class and uh, another finance class. I got to look, but they kind of, sim- I think it was a statistics class, but I took stats. God bless. God bless. Okay. <laughs> on to happier things. Yes. On to something more positive. <laughs> this past weekend was Mother's Day. Right. Um, so happy belated Mother's Day. Thank you. Um, shout out to all the mothers. Um, this was like a different kind of Mother's Day because we were in quarantine. It didn't really change for me because my mother don't like going to wear Mother's Day. <laughs> but um, do y'all usually, what do y'all usually, well, this is a two-part question for you, YG, because you somebody mother and you got a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Taya, we just got mothers. We <laughs> um, ain't made it to that kind of life yet. No. Did you make uh what did you do for your Miss King? Uh what did I do for her? This is chat because I can't never remember anything. Last Sunday. Oh, I stopped by my mother finally let me in her house. So Sunday morning I every since quarantine started, anytime I go there, mind you, my mother's house is Walmart. So half of the stuff people trying to get, I just get it from my mother's house. I left it last, I left there Mother's Day. I think with an outfit again, I always leave there with something out her closet. <laughs> I got paper towels. I got a bunch of stuff. I got some um, herbs for my little mix on the stove. Cause she oh, my goodness. Some extra not, my mother come here and do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Boil it, put her, your face in it. What does she want for Mother's Day? Oh, yeah. oh, my mother wanted some CBD. That's what it was. You know. Oh, my goodness. Yes, get you some. She wanted some CBD, so I got her some from Brown Box. Okay. Um, so she can cook with it. 
mother is like, be on my mother is very well versed on CBD because she takes it for pain. Uh-huh. So, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's been taking it for pain for a long time. Good cook with that. Rocks. Mm-hmm. She has the uh, gummies, all that other stuff. Oh, so, she got it all. Works. Works. She likes it. It works. Yes. And Does it work? Does she can send you the Amazon link to the gummies that she loves. She be okay. sending it to everybody. But she said, "You know what I want for Mother's Day? Some CBD to cook with." So I told her that I sent her the menu. Mm-hmm. They it to my house. Um, so we got that. And she wanted some flip flops because um, <laughs> what a special arch or something in it. That's what feet. I made Protect my feet. rounds. I went to my mother's house. I stopped by my grandmother's, my dad's mom, to make sure mm-hmm. she wanted some pound cake. Very simple. I got her some pound cake from the bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all she wanted to so have some coffee, and then I stopped by my boo's mom's house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was your first I, like. Say, how was that? It yeah, was, how was that? Done, I did Christmas and Thanksgiving, all that stuff with them. So I just dropped. Oh, okay, good. Didn't take the first, but you know, trying yeah. to be a good girlfriend, you know. Yeah, Leah, what you do for your mom? So my mom doesn't like going any place on Mother's Day anyway. So usually I like order food in. So we had Portuguese food. We went to Algarve mm. and Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's yeah. my favorite Portuguese place. Like Algarve yeah. is like right. the top, and everybody else is other. So we went to got Algarve. Um, and I bought her, I mean, I don't know if we'll, we will get to use it because who knows what sports will come back, but mm. we purchased like a, like a five game New York Liberty, um, season oh ticket thing. We did. Oh. And I ordered her the WNBA orange sweatshirt, the one that Kobe Bryant made famous. Oh. Um, hey. so I gave that to her, um, for Day. Yes. So, and we had good seats. I'm so, I mean, I hope it comes back. We had already picked our games and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. whenever we do get to go to a WNBA game, she could have, like, an official sweatshirt instead of wearing, like, a jean shirt uh, <laughs> to the game um, to go with her Liberty stuff. But, yeah, I kept it low-key. I gave my grandmother a quilt because she had one of the quilts or a bedspread, as she calls it. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, it was low-key. I just chilled on Mother's Day. Yeah, it was, it was good. That's it was good. good. What about you, Gia? What did what did you do for your mom? And then how were you treated on Mother's Day? Okay, well, my parents came and stayed the entire weekend with me and Kenya at our apartment. So they was here from Friday to Sunday. Oh yeah, the sleepover. Yeah, real life quarantine sleepover. But it was fun. We played games, we played cards. Oh nice. And um board game, we watched movies, we had movie night, and um my mom cooked breakfast and dinner one day, and then Sunday I cooked and my brother came over. For Mother's Day and his girlfriend and we all exchanged gifts. My mother's simple. She wanted some um this number seven skincare stuff. That shit is expensive, but I bought it. <laughs> what number seven? Number seven, I don't even know what it is or what it's about, but she wanted it. She's been talking about it for like a month or so. So I got it. And then it came with like this little free sample set. So she was happy about that. And um Oh, it is expensive. Yes, it is. It is. I didn't even know what that was about, but whatever. How'd um, she find out about it? <laughs> I think she said she saw it in Target and, and it, or saw it, some sort of infomercial. You know, old people always got something. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm like, it sounded like something she found on the TV. Yeah, some shit she saw on watching TV. But um, Kenya got me some flowers, some, uh, no, not flowers. She got me candles and Reese cups and Almond Joys. Yeah, come on, Kenya. And my, one of my male friends sent me mm-hmm. some. That's some male friends. <laughs> yes, male friends. He's a new male friend, too. So my old male friend was kind of jealous. <laughs> That's right. Keep them, look, competition yeah. makes the heart go fonder. Let yeah. nobody feel safe with their place. <laughs> gotta, gotta train them up. Yeah, real insecure with it. But Mother's Day was cool. It was relaxing. It was just peaceful. Did it you know. feel different? 
not really because usually mother's day we just be at my parents house anyway we don't like we don't really like to do much either it's just real chill and this is my 12th one so it's whatever at this point that. mother's day. that's wild oh. isn't is that wild to you because it's wild to me and i ain't it is. Day. i it's remember when wild to me kenya to alumni day we mm-hmm. had yep. that's probably the last one i've been to actually like three we was in the, the theater the back theater. up here we was in the old theater room at the uh, in the uh, old middle school. The old middle school. Where we went to high school at, not where everybody else went. Yeah. We went to yeah, high school. Yep. We had just moved back up here in like 2011. <laughs> Kenya was born where? In, in Texas? In Oklahoma. I knew it was something mm-hmm. southern. Oh, yeah. She was going to Oklahoma. Oh, dad, she from Oklahoma? That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. What have you learned about motherhood in these 12 years? <sighs> Patience. I did not. Y'all know me. I did not have none. I wanted stuff done when I wanted it done and how I wanted it to be done. So um, learning from your child and knowing that they are completely different from you is it could be a challenge, especially as women. I'm not sure how how fathers and sons are, but mothers and firstborn daughters are. It's challenging, especially the older they get. When Kay was small, it was a little different. You can kind of manipulate and influence <laughs> a little bit more. But now that the preteen stage and the middle school stage has taken over she has a mind of her own she want to do stuff her own way and i gotta let her make her own mistakes and i gotta sit back and you know still guide but also let her do some things on home it's not easy yeah at all uh, learning being on quarantine has made us a lot closer a lot stronger because you know i work the night shift and then some days i work three or four days straight so she's with my mom and my dad a lot but being that we're on quarantine we get to spend a lot more time together. So it's a lot of us just really getting to know each other a lot better and on a, a real deeper level. Our bond has grown a lot stronger over the last two months and it's been a blessing. Yeah, so it's fun. But, you know, we still have, I still got to curse out sometimes. <laughs> got to let her know. <laughs> I choke her out. But it's, it's, been, it's been a great experience. She's she's grown up to be a, a beautiful young kid and I'm proud of her. So. And you could dance too. I remember you had, you had her oh, out here uh, battling people. <laughs> Talk about she better win too. I told her she better win, and she better not come back in here. All right, Joe Jackson, you better win or you can't come home. Better no, I, no. I said you. If you lose, you gotta walk home. That's what I said. Wow. You know, oh, you, she danced. She. It sucked because they was doing Frozen and she was Elsa. She got the lead, and then boom, quarantine. Man, that's whack. Yeah, put a damper on some things, but I guess I guess sometime next year when all of this is over, they'll pick it back up and she'll um. She'll get back to it. But it's been fun. Where, so what kind of activities are you, like, have, like, do you feel like you have to come up with more activities to keep, like, Kenya busy? I mean, she's not a baby. She's 12, right? Right. But, like, are, do you have, find yourself having to be, like, more creative um, in terms of, like, how she spends her time? Or, like, you find her being in front of the TV or the cell phone? Or, uh, like, no, we, um, basically the same stuff that we've been doing before quarantine. Um, we would read. During the day, we work on some math problems, and then she get on her iPad, and she guys she has like educational games on the iPad as well. So it was basically kind of the same thing. We'll write. We'll work on writing, just little stuff, not too much because I don't want to overwhelm her because she still has a lot of schoolwork to do, especially now. So I don't want it be it to be too much school and not like a lot of fun too. So it's like a balance, a mixture of the two. Got it. Mm-hmm. You got another question, Tay, or can I go? You go for it. 
So you mentioned like a little, like in the beginning when you were talking about being a mom to Kenya, mm-hmm. can you like talk about like what it is like being a parent raising, a, a black woman raising another black woman and like mm-hmm. how does that go into your parenting process, especially knowing like what the world is like for women of color, specifically black women and you're raising another black woman. Mm-hmm. Like what, I can't imagine like what that process is like, I'm sure, I don't know if it's something you think about all the time, but like how do you navigate that? And, Oh, all the time. It's a, I try to be as honest as possible. Also, I try to give her real life examples from situations that I've gone through as far as, you know, navigating through the world as a black woman um, and especially in male dominated fields. You know, I, I did my eight years in the military and then now I'm at a, a male dominated field at the port. So I try to be open with her about you know, what it's like and what you'll face and that, you know, that you got to be twice as better and work twice as hard to even be considered on the same playing field. So I think that the older she gets, the more she'll see it and, in, in, you know, in her own experiences and in her own situations, try to talk about um, just being focused and staying the course and, and not trying to let your distractions or let other people, you know, get in the way of your goals. A word. Mm-hmm. A word. So, you know, try and try to make it educational as well and give her learning experiences and have her have the lines of communication as open as possible that so that she could come to me when, when she needs something and when she needs advice on something. What kind of advice have you been giving Kenya lately? As a 12 year old, what kind of advice are you giving her? These middle school blues are something else. These, these the cattiness has started in school. And um, so I'm trying to help her navigate through her friendships or lack thereof. So um, she had this one incident where a girl was like, hey, you know, I don't want to be your friend. And, you know, stop talking to me, you know, real nasty. And I was like, you know, well, don't be your friend. And then she said later on that the girl tried to talk to her again without, you know, giving her any explanation as to why she said something like that to her. And I was like, well, once somebody tell you they're done with you, you'd be done with them, regardless of how much you think you like them prior to that conversation. You know, but as kids, it's hard because you, you want to be friends with everybody. That's why I say middle school is hard. And I feel like when you yeah. tell 12 year olds that they give them, she give them extra chances. Mm-hmm. It's like, and oh. I had to explain like, mm, you got to nip it in the bud early on so that when, you know, people know not to, to approach you with that kind of attitude. So regardless of what her reasoning was, you know, she said she didn't want to be your friend anymore. So you got to take that for what it was and keep it moving. You know, but like I said, it's hard because they're kids. So they, they don't really understand that letting go process. Oh, baby, they don't. It's hard being 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the hormones is kicking in. Yeah. Because, you know, it might be time. When it's that time in the month might be showing up. There's a lot of stuff right. happening. Just being, yeah. yeah. And then you know, they're girls too. So it, it makes it a lot tougher. Petty. And social media doesn't yeah. hurt, which I know she doesn't have social media. Yeah, King is not on social media, but a lot of the other kids in school are. So whatever they're being exposed to, they're bringing it to school. And yeah, it's just a lot. Middle school is a rough patch, it's a rough period for these kids. Is she missing? How is she keeping up with her friends on quarantine? Um, the ones that she was talking to via FaceTime, are, she still talks to them on FaceTime every day. They be on FaceTime for hours. You got to force them to, to not, or they play that game, um, Roblox, and they can talk to each other through that. So she's been keeping up with her friends pretty, pretty good. What is Roblox? Ro- Listen, 
<laughs> it's some interactive game like uh they got like it's kind of like the sims because i know that when i watch her play it is they can play like build like little towns and houses and they have cars and so it's kind of like a kitty version of the sims but they can talk to one another on there it's, it's yeah it's weird as the things they play is it this is like a black yeah. episode for children it's like a, yeah it's like a like let's say like let's say we were on FaceTime doing Sims, but it's all in the game. Wow. Yeah. What's the name of it again? Road Road Roblox. Roblox. I can't keep yeah. up. I gotta write that down. It's a lot. I no, not Roblox, Roblox, like Roblox. It's like it's like R O B E. Yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna go with it. I feel like it's something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so also, I mean, because granted we were supposed to record last week, but life happened. Mm-hmm. Um, teacher Appreciation Week mm-hmm. was last week. I feel like it should be Teacher Appreciation Month or Year now mm-hmm. because of coronavirus. Um, but um, I still want to talk about it a little bit. Um, so <laughs> technically, even though you got Wish Happy Mother's Day, you should be getting you should begin with a happy teacher happy teacher appreciation week too or belated teacher appreciation week what has it been like being a teacher and a mom do you separate the two <laughs> like what's what's going on what's going on in the school of gia i feel like gia's academy is kind of one of those academies that we had when we was growing up yes i said five apple is that kind of situation <laughs> I'm not sure if I've, I am separating the two. I don't think that I am. You I think that like a, 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 no. Um, we'll get up. I mean, I, for whatever reason, I've been getting up around 8.30 or earlier every single day. No matter what time I get off work, I get up around the same time. So I'll wake her up about an hour after that, like 9, so she can get, you know, get most of her schoolwork done. And then we're done at 12. I try not to have her do this all day. So we do our four four hour, three and a half hours, and then that's it. Whatever you didn't finish, you just complete it tomorrow. Um, I, I appreciate that. She hasn't done any of those check-in meetings. We, we ain't been doing that. So she, the, work is, the work is complete and it's done correctly. So you're going to take that and go ahead and, and use it for what you need to use it for. But we don't do the, the t- maybe having Lolly's 10 a.m. check-ins, 9.30 check-ins. Like with the teachers? Yeah. Oh. Mm-mm. how do you decide what she learned so like are you doing it by subject so like the first let's just say the first six weeks did you do like math or like every day it's a different subject every day it's so a different you- subject yeah so like today we finished with social studies and science because it's the same teacher so we okay. just did that and yesterday we did math so we just you know we, we knock out as many assignments as we can do in those three or four hours and that's it and then you go on to the next day but we try to make sure that all of the assignments are due that are due for those teachers are done by Friday. So let's say by Wednesday we completed, you know, all of the we'll just go back and do some extra credit assignments or we'll go in and we'll do some we'll watch a YouTube video that her science teacher set up for us and we'll do it and then you know we'll we'll do that and then that is it. And then Friday after after Fridays or we'll we'll have a weekend like normal and then Monday <laughs> she'll start again. So I try not to make her do too much schoolwork because that's not what she would do if she was in school very true all right when her, her school when they sent her home with stuff 
um are there there are there exams like how i guess how do they make sure that she's uh, she has the math sometimes she has a math like a, a review test but it's it's right here so it's you just do it right here we'll do it together to make sure that i make sure everything is correct and then we just submit it right here on on google they, they have google classroom so yeah we're, we're on google classroom and um you just submit all of the work through google classroom and then that's the teacher will grade it whenever they get a chance to grade it and then that'll be it did you ever think you would be homeschooling your child no <laughs> like no that wasn't that was never in the plans for you it was like no never in my in a million years do you think something like that something like this would would take place i did and they've been out of school since before saint patrick's day March 13th, 13th yes. which is a Friday. They had a half a day that day, and they ain't been to the school since. And I have been—it's just been so surreal. I do feel like a lot of people are not going to send their kids back to school. Whenever school back open, I don't think a lot of people are going to send their kids right back to school. I've always, in the back of my mind, said when I have kids, I feel like I want to homeschool them because I know Jeez. what's happening. Right. System to an extent, not for all grades, right. Like, I don't be down with, so I just, like, I just feel like I'm a homeschool my kids. But then listening to everybody else with their kids being home, I'm okay. Yeah, it's not easy homeschool, especially, now, if you're a stay-at-home mom, it might be a little bit, you know, more easy. It might be easier for you to do that if you're a stay-at-home mom, but if you actually have a job or a business (laughs) and you can't be in the household with these kids 24-7, it's a lot more challenging. Are you learning things about Kenya from teaching her that you didn't know yep. prior to teaching her. <laughs> what you learning? She is a lazy student. <laughs> you know what, Gia? I feel like I've heard you say that before. I love her so much, but she is a lazy student. If I don't sit at the table with Kay while she's doing something, it's going to take her forever. Just for the simple fact that she don't want to do it. That's so hard. Yeah. Well, Lazy, well, but you are the best principal and teacher, Gia. Then you like before we got a countdown going because I cannot wait to. I think our school lets out at the end of June, so oh no. Before we started talking, you said that she was about to get a report card. How, like, what's the report card? What's the report card? They sent out emails yesterday about and today actually about like progress reports. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. He's doing well, um, so I we can't complain about that, but yeah, they're getting regular term report cards in June, is what the email said yesterday. Damn, my kids got report cards last week, and my phone was going, they went out last Monday, and my phone. I had an attitude at four thirty. I'm I'm pretty sure you had because I'm pretty sure they were people. Parents was calling in yesterday too because calling, but they got regular report cards. Like still- regular report cards. I think in the email it says something about Governor Murphy mandated that. Yeah, it you is something like senior, if you weren't a senior, you still was getting regular report cards. I think he passed all of the seniors simply because it was their last year, but all the other kids. Juniors on the was getting regular report cards. I'll say that some of this stuff is from the state guidelines that we have to follow. So in my mind, it's like, oh, why do they have to have all these things in order Mm -hmm. to keep track of students? Right, and where they are, which is is understandable. I get that. Because like you said, I know you guys, you know, work in schools and you guys are teachers and I know that. So I understand that part. But like I said. No, I am not. Don't don't tell that lie. (laughs) 
No. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> you still get a teacher appreciation too. You kind of like a teacher for them kids. I teach the babies in my office. That's right. a different kind of but yeah like i said earlier how do you how are you still going to grade though with everything that's going on you would think that the guidelines would be you know bit a little bit under the circumstances it's the ap ap exam started this week they still took taking them from home i had had a call today afternoon because a kid got knocked out of ap exam ap u.s history was today and the kids there was a nationwide website like shut down and kids like it got knocked out of exam so they gotta retake it but they've been taking ap exams from home they still everybody better get fours i know that much they be- i was about to say they better come back with them fours if you're taking them at home they ain't do that for us no, i know everybody better get fours. Going, going as girl you- girl bye well yeah. one last question are you concerned mm-hmm. going school like one if we ever go back to school um are you concerned about how kenya's and just other kids in general and this is a good question for you take too how other kids, how jacked up students' levels would be when they get back into school. Because like you said earlier, like you have resources, the internet and all the stuff in your brain mm-hmm. to be able to teach Kenya and like help her get what she needs to do. But like not everyone has that privilege. Um, but like when they go, and then they're probably not going to hold kids back because that would be an outcry. Um, and it's not equitable, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. but, and what grade is Kenya supposed to be in next year? She's six. She's going to be in the sixth. So let's just say Kenya goes in the sixth grade, like goes to her sixth grade class next year, whenever that happens in real life. Um, I imagine that there are going to be kids all over the place level wise. Like, yeah. are you concerned about how teachers are going to address that and how schools are going to address that? I think, yeah, I, it was something that I thought about the other day when they sent the email saying that they were giving them regular report cards. Um, I think the kids are going to be all over the place. I think it's going to be a lot harder for the teachers to 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 separate them and to effectively teach them how do you teach a, a class full of 20 plus kids when everybody's on a different reading level everybody's on a different math level everybody was taught something different like i said with this math this new math i'm, I'm pretty sure older school parents taught their kids the way we learned it maybe a newer school parent maybe someone in their early 20s or taught them a different way i just think it's going to be a lot more challenging to, to teach a, a classroom full of kids who learned how to do something differently. Fair enough. All right. So fun teacher appreciation and stuff. So since we all went to the same school, G is older than us and she was a year ahead of us. Um, <laughs> but we did share, we were in the building with the same people back mm-hmm. when our school was like a tiny, tiny little baby where everybody knew each other. Um, right. So we all knew some of the same teachers, even if we didn't have them, we're going to play like a teacher superlative game. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm gonna ask a question and everybody can respond with their teacher name and if you feel to tell a story behind it, you can feel free to do that too. So okay. funniest teacher <laughs> you've funniest. had. Funniest teacher? Ooh. You know funniest? who was funny on a low? Miss Green. Hmm. I wouldn't know. I always got kicked out. I didn't get Ooh. she never kicked me out. Oh, Miss Green. Yeah, well, it was funny on the low. Miss Green taught. First of all, I feel like she taught every math class. But she did. I didn't have her for one math class. class. No, you never have a math. Because hmm. when I was there, they split. I had Stoudemire. Well, it's not oh, right now, but I had. Okay. They put me. They. I had Stoudemire. I used to try to go to Miss Green's class every day after lunch, and I got kicked out. <laughs> Stoudemire, like, come downstairs. I'm like, all right. I think I only had Miss Green for SAT prep. 
cuss you out mr man <laughs> <laughs> because he definitely would if he needed to curse you out about something he definitely would he did not hold back especially when we was playing soccer oh like boy. that was just free range for him to to talk to us any kind of way he wanted to and then when we got back to the classroom it was like all loving and <laughs> it's a coach. yeah it was he was coached yeah so when he when he was coaching us he definitely would yell at us for anything okay i know kids today they still hate him. From soccer? Just from him being a teacher, too. He wasn't that bad. Like, I thought people think he was stern, but I, like, liked him as a teacher. He was very, like, do this and we won't have no problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I can appreciate. Yep. He's funny on a low, because I've had him for yeah, four years yeah. as my boss, and he still is my favorite boss of all time. Yeah, he is funny on a low, He is funny on a low. Yep. Who can cut you out, Taya? What happened? Who could cuss you out? Who could cuss me out? Yes. Uh, probably Julie or Pryat. Pryat would cuss you out a little too. Yeah, yeah she no, would. I was cussed. She definitely cussed me out before. I was yeah, like, Taylor, oh. Taylor cussed me out. I got cussed out by Julie. Oh, I I Ayana. Me too. Julie cussed me out all the me time. Miss Pryat cussed me out all the time. Mister Strack used to cuss me out. I feel like everybody cussed you out. Which yeah, I don't realize. Aaliyah was just like she said. She would not. She just would be making fun of people all the time. But it, it was funny, and it just always came out of nowhere, which is why I yeah. always was laughing. If I got in trouble, it was because I was laughing. Right, <laughs> and and I feel the same way. Like if I got in trouble, it was because people came to me. Like I, I, I was like, I don't talk to like I would be like I was like I would be in my class minding my business, me. and then people yeah. would come and start talking to me, and it's like I'm just supposed to ignore them. Like it's not my fault they failing. I didn't tell them to come talk to me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Um. Let's see. Teacher, this is probably an easy one, but teacher that you can see yourself being friends with now, if you're not already Juanita. not friends with them. Yeah, Juanita. Juanita. I know, that's a shame I never had. That's they was hating. Oh yeah, she was great. Juanita was a great. Team. She was a great teacher to have. I mean, um, and she's a great person to have too now. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. What you say, Taya? friends with so many i mean i was drinking with them yesterday i know exactly. and that's, why I, that's why i'm mad i missed it i was like when i missed um Pia's thing i was pissed and then i missed julie yesterday i was like oh I, and julie just literally went through her mind and i also appreciate that for some teachers i am now getting access to like inside jokes 
because um, I was in a group chat with three of our former teachers yesterday for Julie's surprise party, and they were mentioning, they were making like old references to things that were happening when I was a student, and I wanted, part of me wanted what? to laugh at it. I was, yeah, part of me wanted to laugh at it, but I was like, this is hilarious, but I, I think y'all forgot I'm in this group, but that makes sense. Um, but I always <laughs> think that's, um, that's funny too. Um, I had one more. Oh, teacher who in this, I know this on a part of you say yes, so don't worry about it, but maybe Gia. <laughs> Um, teachers who class you couldn't stay in, <laughs> like, I never, I never yeah, you got kicked out of class. Miss Decker. Decker, she kicked me out for the whole year. What was that? Our AP English teacher. Yes, I remember her. She, you, yeah, you did. Have AP. You remember she kicked me out and was like, Not, you can't come back in here. I sat in the hallway. Yep, you got so all year. After that fifth time she kicked me out, I just was like, you know, Miss Jackson, can I please just not go back in there? Because I do my own in here. So she she made a deal with Miss Jackson with Julie and uh, I stayed in the hallway all year. I love Isn't that I wild when you think about it? AP. It is wild now when you think about it. But I got to talk to other kids that was getting kicked out. I did all my work, handed it back in, and had like thirty minutes left of class to just do whatever I wanted to do. <laughs> That's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, who I got kicked out a couple. So remember, Anasia, the who physics teacher. I was, was I sometimes I I barely made it in class. She was like a young physics teacher. I think she was like TFA. She taught us physics. Like oh, yeah, that physics, sophomore year or junior year. Let me tell you, she hated Aaliyah. Yo, I, it was sometimes I didn't even do anything and I got kicked out before I got it. Now was just like this is biased. She taught chemistry sophomore year. No, I didn't know she she didn't she taught us chemistry. No, we had Martin for chemistry. We had Martin for chemistry. Physics. Physics. What was that teacher? What was her last name? I don't know who that Anasia. is. Oh, her last name was Anasia. Yes. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. She always was sending Aaliyah out. She used to and kick me one, one day, I don't remember how this happened. We set the clocks back in the classroom. Oh, yeah, we set the clocks back. Yeah. We set the clocks back in the classroom. We used to take the phone off the hook. The Julie, off. Was some, Julie was sometimes call. And I remember me and Tanaya used to do this. And this was messed up. Me and Tanaya used to answer the phone. And not tell her that it was Julie, and Asia oh used to get an attitude, and she's like, "Well, tell whoever it is I call it. I'm busy." And so we were like, "Somebody on the phone with you," and she's like, "Whoever's calling, let them know I'm busy." And it would be like, "She said, Miss Jackson, she said she's busy." <laughs> and she would run and get that phone. I was like, "Mm-hmm, gotcha, bitch." Yo, Aaliyah, do you remember when Miss Decker used to have her boyfriend in class with us? Yes, sure do. Sure do. Hey, why are you a law student not at law school? What are you doing? I wonder, is he a lawyer now? I don't know, but you remember when she left and went back to California and, Ms., and Julie and Ayanna was like, you made her leave. I was that's like, like, I don't care. That's not fair. Like, I didn't do that to that woman. That woman was a quitter. Don't put that on me. <laughs> that, that lady failed all of us. Fs. <laughs> when I first report, when I, <laughs> like literally, everybody had 63s, 65s. Like, what? Isn't it amazing how comfortable we were with Fs? I feel like when I got to college, <laughs> first of all, when I discovered that D's were a real thing. Right. Because, you know, North Star didn't believe in that. That a- ABCF. It went ABCF. When I got to yep. college and, like, oh, this people was getting D's, I was like, I got a D. They was like, no, you passed. I was like, with a D? What? Right. Like, what is, wait, what is, oh, okay. Never, sure, never sure. that. Right. We'll let it rock. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. That I've had some, some interesting times with that school. Shout out to. Shout out to all the teachers and shout out yeah. past and our North Star. I can't speak for them. Thank you. I don't know nothing about no new. I don't know nothing about that new North Star. All right. To the main event. 
Mm-hmm. We're gonna get into our guest, Gia. So, like, take the time, tell us like a little bit more about yourself. So, you told you told us you you are a veteran, correct? Mm-hmm. You are in grad school. You started your own business. You're a longshore woman. Yes. You're a, long, you're a longshore woman. Let's like the, take us on your journey into where you are now. Like, essentially, just like tell us your story, uh, and we'll take it from there. Okay. Well. You want me to start from like high school or after high school? You start from, yeah, after high school, man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because that's really where my adulthood started. I joined the Army right after high school. I left in August. Uh, I did eight years. I finished my first degree from Clark Atlanta University online. HBCU love. Yes, which is not a thing. (laughs) My professor literally let me email my work in. I was in Iraq finishing up my work. Um, so shout out to those teachers because I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure that was the first. Um, but I have begged, I basically begged them to let me stay in school and let it and let me do it via email and online. And it was not easy. I finished a year later than I should have. Um, so I finished when you guys finished. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, it was it was great. I had a good time. Iraq was Iraq. Um, Hold on, pause, pause. What made you decide to go to the military? Because we went to a school that preached college, college, yeah. college, 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 college. college. Um, my parents made too much money for me to get financial aid. So mm-hmm. instead of going to a school in New Jersey, which was just not a plan, it just was something I just refused to do at 18. I just wanted to get out of Newark so bad. And I wanted to go to the school that I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to Clark. So I was like, I'm just going to figure out a different route. And the Army was easy for me. Uh, I was already an athlete, so the physical part was a piece of cake. And then the mental part was, I got yelled at in all the time. So that just wasn't a thing. So it was whatever. And it was easy. Like I said, it was, it was, a, it was a breeze. My military career was awesome. I had fun. I met a lot of great people. Uh, did, I did what I needed to do, and I got out. So that was that. Um, and then after that, I came home. And then I, I got my job about a year and a half later um, at the port. And it was really slow, really slow, like one day a week type of work. Um, and then it picked up. I've been down there six years now. Um, I started a business. It's called Pretty Girls Plan. Pretty Girls Plan was something that I had actually came up with when I was in Iraq because we was making all of this money. And I wanted to make sure that I was saving as much as we were making. So I wanted to make sure because I don't really have any bills. Um, Katie was up here with my parents. I would send them money and then my car was in storage. I didn't have an apartment. You know, they deferred all your payments for your phone bill and your credit card bill. So I didn't have to pay those. Um, so I just was like, I just want to save as much money as I, I can. And I had a bunch of soldiers who needed help. Like their wives was not paying their bills or ran off and, you know, house was in foreclosure, emptied their that's bank account. So, yeah, that's a real it? thing. Yeah, some some soldiers had really had that happen to them. So I I came up with these budget sheets so that they could um, keep up with their bills and maintain their livelihoods back home. So that's it. It was like ten years ago when all of this stuff started. But I just never, you know, actually put it into a business. And then about a year or so ago, I decided that I would help because a lot of my girlfriends would ask for budgeting tips and you know how do you save money and how do you you know, shop and go to the stores all the time and still have, you know, money saved up for, you know, for a rainy day. So I created these, I have them here. And these, these envelopes. 
Mm-hmm. And then the budget tracker envelopes. And basically you just, if you want to go on a vacation or if you want to buy yourself something nice or you want to pay your bills, you just put money in the envelope. And um, once you get to your goal, there you go. You have something that you could look forward to. It's really easy. You don't have to save much, whatever you can, whatever your budget allows you to. Um, budgeting saves lives, okay? Because you don't want to spend recklessly and then not have anything saved up for a time like COVID-19. When work is slow or you're working from home or you actually got laid off, it is is nice to have something to to piggyback on when, you know, funds are tight. Do you uh, so, uh, prepared for this COVID with already having an established budget and already yeah mm-hmm. it makes life easier when you have a budget for times like this emergencies like this um i always say that you should have cash on hand as well not just in the bank because <laughs> when you when you look at what's going on with these financial institutions right now you don't want to have all your coins tied up with them everybody is going bankrupt right now and um this is a real life recession i don't know if people really realize it really what's going on right here with with finances so having you know some cash on hand is is always a good thing having some money saved up is always a good thing i want to know if there are any do you guys know any any black owned banks i've been looking for one i can't seem to find any in our areas i thought it it used to be city national bank but i'm not sure if they're still open because i had an account with them there's a bank remember when we took pictures for the podcast it was a little when we were inside the Haynes building. There's a bank mm-hmm. inside there. That bank, City National, was bought by another bank that is out of Maryland and DC. So is it still black owned though? It's still black owned. I cannot remember the name, of it, but I'm gonna look it up. But it definitely okay. that bank is still black owned. It used to be City National because it was right. It was three City National um, branches in North. Mm-hmm. One downtown, and it was the one yeah. off of Irving Turner. My first bank account right. was the City was National Bank. It was yeah. one off Irving Turner. Yep, they closed it. Yeah, it's where right in the corner, Urban Turner and Springfield. It's like where Sonic and across where Sonic and them were. Yep. What are your like top three money or budgeting tips that you could give that you would give somebody? Like, if you don't remember nothing else about budgeting and your money, what are like three things you want 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 folks to remember or keep in mind? Keep in mind, don't spend more than you make. Don't spend money that you have. And keep cash on hand, at least three to five stacks on hand. Okay, listen, I can't be broke. Agree with the. I mean, if you got a thousand dollars, that's really not a lot, but it's a start. But at least three or five, because you actually want to make sure that you can cover your rent and at least your car note and your insurance. And a thousand dollars is not going to get you either. So, at least (laughs) five thousand dollars on hand. Don't spend money that you don't have. Don't spend more than you make, and have at least three to five thousand dollars on hand. What are you teaching Kenya about money and like your relationship with money? Because you know, when you give kids money, you give kids $10, $20, and you ask them a day later after they spent the night with grandma how much money they have left. And oh, I got $2. Like, what? <laughs> you only been over here a day. How you spent $18 so fast? So you want to give me half. If you got $20, I want 10 and I'm going to put it up. And you can spend that 10 on whatever you want to spend it on. But this other 10 is going to go up. So I'm trying to teach her that you don't have to spend all of it just because you have it and just because you see it there. Does she have an allowance? Yep. And she won't get it if she ain't doing what she's supposed to be doing. How much does a 12-year-old get? Yes. What does she get with 12-year-old allowance? 20 a week. 
I never had an allowance, so I wouldn't know if I'd ever paid. I did. I had an allowance and I had a job. So I was, I've been saving. <laughs> I've been stacking my own money. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's um, because kids see stuff, especially when the stores were open. Uh, can we go to Five Below? Can we go to Target? You know, kids want to do that type of stuff. Or the dollar store and want to spend all of the money on, you know, just little knickknacks, a bunch of candy. So, all right, well, cool. You give me half and you take half. So we're going to put this up and you can do whatever you want to do with that, but you got to make sure you have some for a rainy day. Have you given like budgeting advice or what would be your budgeting advice for like couples? So like people who are like living together or people who are married, like what um, sort of like budgeting advice would you give them? Um, um, I think that that is something that people who are in relationships and do live together and are married have to talk about amongst themselves. But I would strongly suggest that if you are, let's say you have, you you guys are paying your bills and everybody is splitting down the middle. All right, that's cool. And it, it helps you save more when you do that. Um, I think that women should have some sort of separate account. I don't agree with joint accounts. I don't want to mix my money with your money. I don't care how much money you make versus how much money I make. I'm not putting all my money in this one account. I think that women should have something to themselves that they man don't know about. So... Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. I think that it yeah. should be, you should come to some sort of agreement on how you guys, how people split the bills. I can't really speak on that because I'm single. So I try not to talk about like couple mm-hmm. situations, especially when it comes to finances. But I think it's a, a, a topic that needs to be discussed, especially if you're thinking about moving your relationship forward or you are already married because, you know, finances is one of the deal breakers when it comes to divorce. It's, it's real bad when it comes to that kind of stuff. People really should have these conversations. Yeah, they should. They're really important. These are the questions you need to be asking each other during a courting phase and dating stages. How are you with your money? Yeah. Are you a good budgeter? Are you saving? Or are you just going to splurge and spend? What's your credit score? What is your credit score? What is your credit score? score? Because Mm -hmm. if it's in the 500, I'm not sure we could do this. Are you back? Do you have kids? Are you on child support? Are you back? Are you in the rears? Because they're not going to take my stimulus check. To pay for your child support. I heard it happens. I heard it happens. You got to ask these questions because once you are married, all that shit is one. Yep, it's together. If now it's consolidated and what's your, what's your debt is his debt. What's his debt is your debt. And I'm not taking on anybody's debt. No, ma'am. What about student loan debt? If you met somebody with student loan debt, is that okay debt to have? Uh, student loan debt. I think everybody has student loan. I'm probably one of the only people I know personally that don't have student loan debt. I think mm-hmm. everybody has student loans. And I really think that they should just do away with that. Because they will never, they will never see that money, especially like, now. Yeah, I was like, we ain't I got heard, it. So. People, I heard Sally Mae was like nine hundred a month, and like, who has that extra just to give to you? That's Sally, Sally Mae the devil. Yeah, that's yeah. excessive. Nine hundred a month, like as a, at at the minimum. Like that's people a, are paying um, their loans back and have like rent payments as a student loan. I'm not. I would never. Well, like almost as much as a car note. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's too much. You got to take that L, Sally, because you ain't getting it yeah, too much. You no, know, they froze it. So mine got frozen until because of the quarantine, because of COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. Sally may actually froze student loans for the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I heard that she had to call. And, um, mine is, or mine is through some program called Nailnet. It's like a oh. program, so they froze it automatically. It's mm, a, I nice. double check and say, I don't have to make a payment to October. So I took that money and paid right. it. Pay it on something else. That's what I did. Yeah, that's what I did. Amen. 
That's what you do. One more time. Shout out Pretty Girls Plan. Tell us how we can find it and interact with it online and in the world. Pretty Girls Plan. I am on my Instagram is underscore Pretty Girls Plan. One word. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. And if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can just DM me and we can set up some budgeting consultations from there. All right. Come on. Sign up for a consultation. Yes. All right. Now, moving on to super, super other important things. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, Queen Jill Scott and Queen Erica Badu blessed us with probably the best versus competition Mm, I've seen since it started. Um, What were y'all's like initial thoughts? Um, I, so I got prepared. I lit my candles. I had my going. I had my sage. I saged my apartment. Yep. And at first, at first, it wasn't slow when it started, but they were doing a lot of talking, and then it quickly went away, and then they just got into it. I think Jill did not bring like Jill could have turned it up a little bit, but that she that's just her personality. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't need it to be a battle, but it was just. I felt like I was at a concert, and I have seen Jill three times. Lily and I just seen Jill. Right, I remember February, like Jill. You know, if I ever go to a concert again, if I don't. Because if I can't, Jill Scott would be the last person I've seen in concert. So I'm going to hold on to that in Radio City. Right. And Erica Badu, I've seen twice. Mm. Um, and they just did their thing. I just felt, I was just, it was the best thing that happened last weekend. It was just therapeutic. So yeah, it is so therapeutic. Yeah. So healing. So just relaxing. I loved everything about it. I, I love the sisterhood about it. I love the, the levels of respect they have for one another the camaraderie that was there. I just, you learned something about it. You, you, you felt touched watching it. It was just three hours of just black girl magic. And it I was, was oh, I. And who knew it was going to go on for three hours? Cause I kept. Right. Like, I could have went all night though. I could have, they, they could have went again. Cause they, I'm like, Bill had more songs. Erica had more songs. Like. They literally could have went all night. It was it was good. I liked it a lot. I thought um, I thought that Jill did start off slow in terms of like she Jill has so many hits. Yeah, I don't think she played them all. I think at the end Jill came harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after she played Crown Royal, it was oof, it was done. When she played Crown Royal, I was hoping I was like if she don't play Crown Royal, like she would have dropped the ball in the versus match. But I'm happy she played Crown Royal. I was also happy to see that there were so many people who were like undercover Jill Scott fans or I didn't know that they were Jill Scott fans who had an appreciation for our catalog because I saw other people just asking for like other deep cuts I love that men love Jill Scott and Erica Badu so much and it's not like the way they love like Megan Thee Stallion which is okay but it's a different kind right. of love like kind of love. I like how like I saw a whole bunch of men like swooning over Jill Scott because Jill Scott did look amazing like I don't know what yeah. Jill Scott is eating what you doing what diet she's on she looks like she's like eating babies like she got a glow her teeth look good like I, so like I was I appreciated seeing men just like gawk over women who are just regular looking and that's not an insult to them they just look like they're just like effortlessly pretty you could just, you could just- you can feel the the secureness in both of them. Like they just, I'm who I am and I love me kind of vibes. And I love that, that they are the age that they are and the the height of their careers that they are at. And they're just still so confident, confident and comfortable in, in their own skin. Cause you don't see that often in a lot of celebrity women, in my opinion, you know, so they, that was just beautiful to see. Yeah. I also realized that some of them songs hit different. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a whole different some of those, now. And some of those songs hit different. Which I was just like, absolutely. Yes. Or when they came out, like I, yeah, right. I was just like, oh, like this is what this she is what she meant. Mm-hmm. This is what she was really talking about. I understand it. So like that was really cool. I appreciated how much they loved on each other, and I think it goes to what you say. Like once you love yourself, it becomes so much easier to love and appreciate other people. Um, everybody gawked over when Erica Badu got kicked out, <laughs> when, like, I kicked out of Zoom but lost the connection. And Jill Scott was like, I'm just going to play it for her. Right, like, what? It was beautiful. Out of all songs that yeah. it went off on, it was Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone still ain't shit. But, so yeah. people were saying Tyrone was. That was Tyrone's friend she was talking about. Yeah, she was talking about her man that's, whose name is unknown. Tyrone is the good friend. Yeah, Tyrone <laughs> came through and helped. Kind of, because she kind of paid for Tyrone, too, so he was like a bottom feeder, but... Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he did what he can. Like, he came and got his friend's stuff, which which I can totally and formally appreciate. Um, next is they're doing Ludacris and... And Nelly. Nelly. I'm team Luda, honestly. I think I'm team... I don't know. I wasn't as excited. I had to think back to, like, what Nelly and Luda, like, happened in my childhood. So, like, mm-hmm. when I think of Nelly, Aaliyah would know, when we went to summer camp of eighth grade, hot in here was really popular, and I remember it from yeah, summer right. camp, because when we had dance, we had, like, dances at summer camp every session, and everybody, when hot in here was the song <laughs> of camp that summer. So, like, that's how I remember Nelly. Right. Yes. <laughs> that is like my fond memory of Nelly songs. That song always then ended the dances too, like because then people yeah. were really coming out their clothes. We had a lot of country friends from New Orleans. We were <laughs> probably that summer we was probably in the eighth grade. We went to that, or maybe ninth grade. People was taking their like the boys was taking their shirts off and like swinging their white beat. It was a lot happening. Like that's how I remember Nelly. But then Luda, mm-hmm. I'm team Luda. I think I still listen to more ludicrous songs than I do Nelly songs. Like, when I think about Nelly, I think about, like, Air Force Ones. Country Grandma. Country Grandma. But when I think about Ludacris, I think about all of the features that he's done on other people's songs that were really Move. Move. You you think about that. You think about uh, Stand Up. Oh, yeah, Get Back. Yeah. You think he has a, a, a decent catalog. He's never really put out something that I didn't like. And I liked his videos too. You think about Luda, yeah. his videos were real fun. Yes. He did have a lot real of creative. He had a lot of features because he was even mm-hmm. on um what's that Missy Elliott? Song? Yeah, Missy Gossip got was a gossip folk, right? Yes. Gossip folk, yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I am not that excited, but I also I'm not gonna give it the same expectations that Absol- I had. absolutely. So right. I, I, when I first seen it I was like I don't give a shit like Jill and everything. <laughs> Versus is over with now. Doesn't matter what comes next. Yeah, it don't matter. Didn't need any other verses after this. Like I'm okay, but I watch Nelly and Luda. Right. I do want to see another female matchup. I do too. I was about to say that. I was about to say Jill and Erica really stayed versus because after Teddy Riley and Babyface, (laughs) I was over the whole battling thing because I was like, you know what? This is too much. You guys aren't prepared. You guys ain't, you, you know, you guys are playing around. Right. Did y'all see um, John Legend has said he wanted to battle Alicia Keys on the Keys on the versus everybody? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Alicia Keys scream. It was on Twitter. 
<laughs> he was like, no, thank you. You keep that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Alicia Keys. I don't want to see Alicia Keys do nothing. Like, I'm mad. Amazon put on that commercial. Oh, yeah. I hate this new song she has. Like Alicia Keys, like just be high at home. Not been it. Alicia ain't had a good album in years since like you don't know my name. I'm trying to. Oh no, what's Diary? I think Diary was like the last album that was good that had good songs. Alicia, but she sounds. I don't know why they. She she sound. I mean, I think. I also think that like Alicia Keys always couldn't sing well, but I think we were just uh, like astounded by the fact that she had cornrows and could play the piano. Yes. And we let that rock. She was New York. She was had the, the cool cornrows with braids coming down the front and going opposite directions. Yeah. Yeah, them beads. But like honestly, I'm just like she Look was screaming. It carries her though. The girl got Grammys. Look. It she got it carried it, but like it this new did. song she put out about single mothers. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Like, <laughs> who asked you to make that? Like, what made her be like, I'm gonna go in the studio and write this song? Her husband, Swiss B. He should know better than that too. What'd you say? He should know better than that too. He should know better than that. Like, I'm over her hosting the Grammys. Like, <laughs> she's not a great host. She's not. She's not. She just be high. She be what? She just be high. <laughs> Alicia Keys be high all the time. She's be high yeah. like free love, natural deodorant, rocks, crystals, and sage, and play the piano. I'm over it. Like she, <laughs> the, she I was over her at Whitney's funeral when she got up there and started screaming. Oh, just, I remember that. I was like, that's terrible. That. She just she just t- tilted her head back and just started screaming. <laughs> Bless her heart. Almost like a girl. Um, what's his name? Uh, Kobe Bryant. But when she had to open the Grammys and she was singing with boys and then. I right, said, she just couldn't introduce them. Why? Right, why you had to join? Because you you messing it up. You messing the harmony up. Yeah, because I just downloaded her. Um, she has an audio book. Well, she has a book yeah. that just came out. I just downloaded mm-hmm. audio because I have all these credits on my Audible tablet from mm-hmm. work. So I just be downloading stuff, and I only like audio books when the person that wrote it actually like is reading. Wrote it. I was like, I'm gonna listen to. It. I'm gonna listen to. It. I'm gonna let y'all know. Oh my god! So she's actually reciting. She's reading the book on audio. Yeah. No, I don't, don't want to hear that. What the book about? What is it? Yeah, what is it called? I can't think of the name of it right this second. Don't she's just a girl and she's on fire? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Shut up, Aaliyah. <laughs> she's just a girl and she's on fire. I hated that song, too. Yeah, it's because she was screaming. You hated it because she was screaming. Um, It was something else that I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, you didn't tell you, as a resident social worker, you did not talk about Mental Health Month. Is yeah. it May Mental Health Month? May is Mental May Health Month. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the crazy thing about it is like the time that COVID we are in now um, is so, so much on the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's really an important conversation with everything happening. I did watch the episode of Dave. I watched it again um, before we recorded. Mm-hmm. I did my homework. Um, but I just think people just, I think we just, people just need to realize how much they need to take care. You need to take care of your mental health like you take care of your physical health. Mm-hmm. And like now, brain go. wasn't doing it before. Like you need to do it now. And for me, like I haven't had an appointment with my therapist for a while because I feel I generally feel some type of way about it being telehealth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I tried it the, the last yeah, time, but I'm gonna try it again Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I really. Did you? How was that? <laughs> my therapist is like late forties, so mm-hmm. the tech. I think technology is a little bit hard for her to navigate. For the first time we did it, we were on FaceTime, 
and then she was like, I got to be HIPAA compliant. Yeah. <laughs> and she used, so she used like another platform, I forget what it's called. That one was, that was way better. On FaceTime, it just felt, because like I was on FaceTime on my phone, she was on her phone, the angles was weird. It was kind of like, I right. was like, with y'all. Um, but when she did it on the HIPAA compliant one, I like that it felt more real. Mm-hmm. felt more real um so I go again on Tuesday so I will see how it is on Tuesday but I haven't talked to her in like over a month because now she put I, me on monthly visits I haven't talked about it's in about a month either yeah I definitely need to make an appointment I'm gonna do it I just like I don't I want to go sit on the couch in her oh, office exactly I, I want to go I and see your presence <laughs> like I appreciate that um but I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot her an email and see if she got some appointments um but I just do think even like we can't go back doing the same things we used to like I'm just wondering like what things are going to be like on the mental health side like social workers are on the forefront now more than ever um like I've never seen before I can remember when I was even saying I was going to be a social worker and people were telling me I was just going to work for welfare or take kids from their house for diapers. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's funny. People always think that that's just what social workers do. Like, or like, people would be like, oh, you're not going to make no money. Like, all these negative things. And to see, like, the world of the profession of social work change in the last 10 years is my, like, it's mind-blowing. Because you can do so many things mm-hmm. in the realm of, like, social work. But, like, it's Mental Health Month. I have, we've been shooting out mental health stuff for the staff um, at my school. We've been doing Mental Health Mondays. Um, and doing wellness things. We've been sending out stuff for the, like, the wellness will. Mm-hmm. Like, has eight dimensions of wellness and talking about that. But, like, people gotta, you know, check on check on your friends. Check on your friends. Yeah. Um, really or leave your friends alone. Because a lot of you my friends stressing me out. So, or just leave your friends alone. <laughs> That's important, too. Yeah, it is important, because I really... People be wanting to call me, and I'm like, I don't want to talk. On a, shoot me a text message before you decide to call me, because nine times out of ten, I am at work, and if I'm not at work, I'm probably asleep. <laughs> so yeah. before you think about pressing call, text me. Press a call, real quick. Last one. You you did your homework, Taya. What did you think about the episode of Dave? Uh, Dave, I had you watch. So. What's that? Wait, wait. What was? What I'm gonna tell you what Dave is. Dave. So Lil Dicky is a white rapper. That was introduced to me by my friend Lisa. Um, and like I didn't listen to his music, but like I knew who he was, and I saw that he had a show on FX, which Wait, is like Lucy. Lil Dicky is his real rapping name. Yeah, he's a rapper. I'm gonna look okay. yeah, he's a he's I a real rapper. I'm mine, but okay, go ahead. He's a real rapper, and it's basically like a white boy's version of insecure. So like he plays himself, kind he plays himself and then like people in his life are like so like Gata is really his hype man oh for real yeah it's real so Gata is really his hype man so I was like oh and it's like my kind of comedy it's like raunchy white stupid comedy like that kind of stuff that I like enjoy so I watched the first episode and I was like oh this is like really funny and really brilliant and then Lisa told me and me me and Lisa always debrief it so when the episode that I like and I told everybody to watch this I like told everybody to watch the show after I watched this episode um, so when that episode came on, my friend Lisa was like, yo, watch Dave. It's going to be so good. And it took me like six times to watch it because like I was falling asleep doing work. But when I watched it, I found myself in a full tear. What? After the episode. So like, I'll give you the um, premise so, of the episode. So, yeah, about Gator. So Dave is a white rapper. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, he gets to open up a Meek Mill in Philly. And Dave is like from outside of Philly. So it's a big show because it's basically like him coming home. And mm-hmm. his um, friend Gata 
is his hype man. Um, and it does a lot of flashbacks. So the first flashback that happens is Gata is, and this is a spoiler, but whatever, you should still watch the episode. Mm-hmm. He was a hype man for OG Genesis and some other rapper that I don't know, but I know he's a rapper. And he was like, on, they were on a party bus, they smoking, there's women everywhere. And Gata has not made the transition from hype man to regular person. So he's still okay. on the bus, mad hype, people like bobbing out. He's like, no, we gotta go, we gotta go see hype. That's my job, my job to get you hype. So OG Genesis and them are basically like, nah, he got to go. <laughs> like, he doing too much. He got to go. He can't come back. So, and it, like, it is coinciding with, like, what's happening in real life with Dave getting ready for his um, Meek Mill show. And, like, uh, Dave comes at Gator and was like, you know, Gator, you being weird. Like, why are you, like, you supposed to be my hype man? And then it flashes back again to Gator having an altercation at like a sneaker, like a Jimmy John's or a Dr. Dre's in a mall or something. Uh-huh. Um, it would basically, somebody calls him crazy uh-huh. and it like triggers him and he loses it. So like at the first OT Genesis, I'm like, yo, Gator got to chill. Like, why can't he relax? And then you start seeing it when they had that scene with him at the, the shopping mall that you start to realize like, oh, like I think Gator got an issue. <laughs> like, I think like Gator has an issue. Um, and it's like he freaks out the cops have to come get him he like spazzes on his mom he goes in the hospital they like put him on medication I think he realizes like he's like yo something wrong with me I'm really crazy but what is happening when he's helping Dave prepare for the show is he finds himself he's like started I guess he's noticing when he like is going off Mm is like having an episode and because like he is committed to his work and like loves Dave he decides to go get his meds Mm. Um, because he's bipolar and then he takes his meds and I guess like one of the side effects of bipolar medication is like you are kind of out of it so like the next day Dave is like what is wrong with you why are you why are you acting like this you're supposed to be my hype man and, G- and Gator basically comes out and be like I'm bipolar like I was wilding out I felt myself oh, wilding my out you told me to relax he was like so I went to go take the pills and then he gets really emotional because he was like I would never fuck this up for you like I would never fuck this up right. for you because I love you so much like basically like I'm dealing with like a mental health issue that I don't have control yeah, over and like I'm trying to fix it um and it ended up it was just like a really and it's, it's real it's based on real life so Gata in real life is bipolar oh. and that really did happen to him oh, and wow. I thought it was interesting oh. that they shared it because like one it's a black man um oh, oh, on TV black or white yeah Lil Dicky is white Gata <laughs> is black like, yeah, okay. um and it's like a black man talking about a taboo mental health issue wow. and like wearing it so I was like this was like really done because it wasn't cheesy it didn't feel after school special it was actually good mm-hmm. um so like everybody should watch that but I thought that was like a really really good episode Dave, right yep. yeah I appreciated the episode particularly when he broke down and said I'm bipolar um and that just like I can see like it's a super touching episode because he just was like this is me this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, he, he was trying to catch himself from having, like, an episode, like a manic episode. But then mm-hmm. he said he probably took too much medicine. But I think it was, like, really authentic. I think he also found some comfort in that group, Dave's group. And he mm-hmm. was like, y'all my people. He was like, y'all weird like me, for whatever weird means to them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it was just, it was just, he showed his truth. But I appreciated the flashback episodes. But not everyone has, I think it speaks to not everyone has that space to do that. Like, there are definitely people that have bipolar or these illnesses or even schizophrenia. They don't have a safe space or a group to connect with to Mm -hmm. be comfortable to say, I have bipolar. Right. 
and like I know I have one of my uh, social work colleagues, she has a business, um, but I met her and she's very open about having bipolar, um, mm. and how she's worked through it. Like she posts articles, she does stuff through her business, but she talks about like how she's lived with it and how she has managed um, you know, her symptoms over the last, and I think she's expressed like lately, she hasn't had like an episode in five years because she has taken the time oh. to figure out what works for her. Like she mm. still like takes her medicine, like she's found a regimen, but not everyone has access. That's the other thing about mm. like, yeah. it's like not everyone has equal access to get help or don't have health insurance and things like that. So like people may know they have it, but don't have the means to get access to therapy or medications if that's the route they choose um but it was or even like an outlet i don't even think people have a comfortable space to discuss it with like their peers or their friends or their families so i think that 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 makes a difference as well they just keep it bottled up for so long and don't know how to deal with it have Mm -hmm. nobody they feel like they don't have anybody to talk to about it and that's a problem too yep breaking the stigma yeah breaking the stigma but yeah if y'all haven't y'all should definitely watch Dave. i wrote it down dave on fx right yeah you can watch it on hulu if you have hulu um, oh I'm put that. it's funny i don't think kenya can watch it so make sure she's in the other room but it's like yeah i always kick her out with anyone watching insecure and sex in the city so. yeah it's mad funny though i think it's like in texas unless you know how i feel um that's it gia thank you so much for Thanks joining for us having me i hope i was a a decent guest it's my it first a, podcast interview type thing oh, I have real I podcast yes <laughs> i hope you'll rem- hope you remember us um forever um why would i forget you Aaliyah? please <laughs> i hope you remember us forever like we ain't been friends since we was well <laughs> i hope you remember us forever um we cannot close without saying rest in peace Oh, oh, to Richard. To the first Richard. Right. Let me tell y'all about that week last weekend. We didn't. We lost Andre Carell. Oh, okay, bring my charger. On uh, <laughs> my laptop to die. Saturday morning, I wake up. Lil Richard and died. The arch, the architect. architect. Then Sunday, y'all. Oh Lord. To my mother's house, and my stepfather's like Betty Wright. And all I can remember, that's Aaliyah's mother's, uh, what that you say? Her that's her song? That's my mother's song. Yeah, tonight is the night. Clean up, my, yeah, tonight clean up woman, yeah. Listen, baby. Yeah, there's no Mary J. Blige. There's no um, real love without clean up woman. Ooh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Sunday, I was playing the vinyl, and I was sitting there, and I was like, I was like, why does that sound familiar? I was like, Mary J. Blige, real love. Yeah. Betty Wright was a gem. She was. She was a gem. They all... She was sick for a long time too. Oh, I yeah. didn't. Richard was sick too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was sick, but I know that um about a week ago, I think about it was a week Shaka ago. Khan, I think it was Shaka Khan who asked for prayers for Betty Wright. Oh, child. Yeah. Last week it was. Uh, a lot I think it was bone. I think it was bone cancer. Yeah. It was a lot. It was so I think Andre threw me off too. Yeah, Andre Harrell. I, I heard it was um COVID. Betty Wright. Oh. Andre Harrell. Richard had bone marrow cancer. I thought Andre Harrell was a heart attack. He had a heart attack, yeah. Oh, did he? Somebody said it's my first internet. You gotta take yourself, y'all. Take care of yourself and each other. Um, one last time, Gia, shout out all your stuff. Give us your Instagram and contact information. My page is um Wajia B underscore W A J I H A H B underscore and 
Pretty Girls Plan, where you can get envelopes and budgeting consultations and tips is underscore Pretty Girls Plan. Thank you guys again for having me. I love you guys. Yes, one more time. If you want to follow us, you should follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We are the Stop at Central and Halsey. Um, Producer Rhea has found us a new text feature. So she told us to give you our phone number for questions, comments, and topic suggestions. So in addition to emailing us at the Stop at Central and Halsey at gmail.com, you can text your questions, comments, topics, uh, the phone number is 973-957-7775. I feel like I'm like an uh, ambulance commercial <laughs> like Jacoby and Myers. Um, <laughs> we should be able to get back to y'all in two weeks because school will be over for me tomorrow. So I look forward to being on a more consistent schedule. Again, hit us up and we will see y'all later. later. Bye. Bye.